You ready? I'm born ready. Fucking A, man. Welcome to the Gen Excellent Lessons Learned podcast with Marin and Monica. This is Marin. This is Monica. Happy New Year, Monica. Happy New Year to you. Depending on when this gets posted, Happy New Year to everybody else that might be listening. <laughs> happy next New Year. <laughs> right. Um, Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Fourth of July. Um, and all of the holidays that might happen in between now and then. <laughs> I have high hopes. I have high hopes. <laughs> As do I. Life has been, needless to say, busy for the both of us lately. So it's been taking us a little while to be able to find time to record and then edit and all of the stuff that goes along with it. So here we are just after the new year. I don't even know what day it is. It's a I Monday. I think it's literally halfway. I think it's the 15th. Is it? Oh, dang. Okay. Yes. So maybe I, I, I just remembered an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I watched it on a plane recently um, where someone wishes Larry, Larry David. Um, he's the main. I don't, do you ever watch Curb? No, but I'm familiar with it. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. I, I identify a little too much with Larry David. Um, <laughs> but um, someone wishes him a happy new year. And it's, I want to say it's like a week or two after the new year. And he's just like, no, no. <laughs> the time has passed. It's too late for that. You can't wish someone a happy new year. <laughs> so they get into this argument because Larry gets into arguments with everybody, but they get into this, this argument about like the cutoff for wishing someone happy new year. And Larry says it's like three days or something into the new year. Which three days. Is, yeah. <laughs> What's new with you? Anything fun going on in your world? Um, No, no, not that I can think of currently. Just, you know. The huge work and children huge. and tween age, super fun stuff. Oh, delightful. Oh, it is delightful. It's the most delightful, in fact. <laughs> You're getting into it. This year is going to be a fun one for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard it peaks at like 14 or 15. So that's cool, too. Yes. Yes, it definitely peaked, I would say, at 15 Great. <laughs> over here and bled into 16 a little bit, but the peak was 15. That's exciting. It was so much fun. Yes. So speaking of so much fun, we had, you know, how like pretty much the whole entire country is under some sort of winter storm watch or warning or something or had been this weekend yes we had tornado warnings down here oh that's right because you spent hours and hours watching the news like a young person does <laughs> to be fair or I not like... the news the the weather the weather right yeah I watched like maybe 20 minutes total but <laughs> it it was interesting to sit there and be like oh they're talking about war again I should sit and watch and then after a little while, I'm like, I'm I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still I'm still watching. 
I think it's awesome that you did that because I, like I said, I've done that since I was like 20, 25 or something like that. Um, I don't know. I've always found weather fascinating. But so, you know, Oregon, we were supposed to get, I don't know if, then you know how, you know this, how winter weather is notoriously hard to predict for the Portland area, especially. Yes. Right? Because we're so close to the coast and we have so many different variables that can impact it and the onshore flows from the ocean can just go and ruin all of our fun, all of our snow fun all the time. Uh-huh. So... According to my weather app on my phone, in my location at my house, we were supposed to get 15 inches of snow on Saturday. Oh, chicken nuggets. Yeah. We got about an inch and a half of, <laughs> of sleet. Nice. So we got straight up ice falling on us. Um, but you know what? It's been, it got down to like 12 degrees with the wind, um, the wind chill was like negative seven or something. So it felt like negative two or negative four outside. Um, naturally, there's kids outside sledding down the hill and it hasn't gotten above freezing yet. So it's all still here and there's still kids sledding down the middle of the street. Um, it's like one of my very favorite things to do in the winter on snow days is to just watch the kids sled out because we can see them from like our living room and so we just sit there and watch them out the window and I thought you were going to say your favorite thing is to sled yourself oh 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 it is but mind you we have been here for eight years now and there's this amazing sledding hill literally like we can see it out our front window um Every single year where it snowed, I have tried to find sleds. Um, and then I vowed, inevitably, when I can't find sleds, I vowed that I will have sleds for the next time it snows. And every single time, I don't get sleds. So we don't have any sleds. Um, one year, though, because you know, I so you know this, um, but for everybody else, my house is on, uh, it's like, it's on a hill and then my driveway is super steep. Um, so one year, I don't know, like five, six years ago, I busted out my skis and I started skiing down my driveway and it was amazing. Yep. I remember you telling me about that. I was jealous. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I was thinking about doing it this year, but you know, we got an inch and a half of ice instead of 15 inches of snow. So I opted not to. 15 inches of snow. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember we've gotten 12, 13, maybe 14 inches here. I I don't know if we've ever gotten 15 and I still don't know if we've ever gotten 15 because we sure didn't this weekend. It's a significant amount of snow. Indeedly do. So did you guys get any tornadoes? No, but we, everybody was freaking out because we, um, every county around us closed school for last, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and so parents were freaking out. Everybody was freaking out. Like, why won't you guys close? We never close. We do not. Our county does not close, but every surrounding county does because our county is pretty small. But uh -huh. we, like, we just always joke that, like, 
we ride at dawn. Like we will be there <laughs> regardless. So it got a little sketchy for a minute. Like the lights flickered. Some of the schools lost power for a short period of time. Um, the weather was pretty gross, but it nothing ever actually landed. That's good. That's good. Because, man, if you guys got a tornado and you hadn't closed school, you would have so many resisting the urge to say Karens. Uh, <laughs> just like tearing you new assholes. Right. And I think that the the thinking is. For the most part, the kids are going to be safer in school. Like our buildings are reinforced. Like we are all trained in what to do and where to go and stuff like that. But the issues are more riding the bus to and from school mm -hmm. because they're top heavy. So you get into some crazy wind, then that is where it becomes an issue. So we had, I don't know, probably... 20% of the school, 25% of the school not come that day. That's a lot of kids out. Yes. And and or got checked out early because once it started to kind of get a little bit worse, some parents came and picked up their kiddos. It was just hard to know for them to gotcha. know yeah, what to do, what not to do. But yeah, nothing ever landed. It got real dark and a little spooky there for a minute. But... A little spooky. A little well, spooky. I'm glad. I'm glad that you didn't experience your first tornado. Yep. But crazy. So now we're the old people talking about weather <laughs> and expecting everybody else to like be entertained by this. These weather patterns, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> we might need to cut out this weather conversation. <laughs> What's the old farmer's almanac say? <laughs> <sighs> um, okay, well, I have to tell you that... I'm first of all, I'm changing the subject. Okay. Um, but I, as you said to me early on when we started doing this little podcast that we do, um, I have a bone to pick with you. Ooh, I love a good bone. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. Uh oh. Okay, what I do? I, as you know, I don't go on to the social medias. Uh oh. Yes. And I, you might be able to see where this is going. I have a guess, and I think you're wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. I think you're wrong. I happen to see that somebody, not me, so by, you know, the, <laughs> the powers, of, <laughs> powers of deductive reasoning, um, yes, process of elimination, I have deduced that it was you that did this, posted a picture of some nonsense on our Instagram page claiming that squirrel cages are not squirrel cages yeah. and that squirrel cages, as the whole entire world knows them, are in fact something else. And okay, so. No, uh-uh, you're wrong. At Oaks Park, what they refer to as the squirrel cages are that weird circular thing. That's why I was saying on the episode, I was like, I've never seen them anywhere else except for these. And you're like, well, no, squirrel cages are popular. Like what was Googleable as a squirrel cage was absolutely super popular. But what I was referring to were the squirrel cages at Oaks Park specifically. And that's where I put squirrel cages versus not squirrel cages, not in the whole world. But in terms of Oaks Park. 
So the the weird things that you posted and said are squirrel cages, those are the ones at Oaks Park that are considered squirrel cages? They were when we were little. And that's what you and I would ride. And we'd rock back and forth. And you'd be like, I'll ride it with you. They were next to the like little spaceship thingies that went around in a circle, you know? Yeah. That was like in the little pavilion and went around in a circle. It was right next to those. And those were what Oaks Park referred to as squirrel cages, what I had known to be squirrel cages and what I was referring to in terms of a ride that you would go with me and say, I'll only go with you if you don't turn it upside down. And then I would do it all the time. Okay. I'm going to, because I'm not sure that I followed that entirely. (laughs) So I'm going to go to our little Instagram page. (laughs) And take a gander. So the one where it posted squirrel cages, where it's these big, like, open... Circle things where we face each other. Circle things. Which is how I described it on the episode. So you're saying that those are, in fact, the squirrel cages as they were referred to at Oaks Park. Correct. And then the one with the big X on it where it says not squirrel cages... (laughs) Those are, in fact, squirrel cages, as everybody knows squirrel cages. Correct, but not what I was referring to. This when is you were so like... misleading, Monica. Everybody's <laughs> going to go to our po- our Instagram page, and they're going to they're going to think that we believe that squirrel cages are some weird circular thing and not what they actually are. Which, but then they're going to listen to this, and it's all going to come clear. Oh my God! Clear as I was... mud very specific when I was talking about it in the episode in my description and then I was like I've never seen them and you're like well I google it and it pops up everywhere so that was why I put what I was referring to versus what you were referring to there was a method to my madness there was a reason and those were the damn squirrel cages that you were like I will never ride on these with you again I was like but I promise to be clear, I won't ride on the weird Oaks Park squirrel cages or write real squirrel cages with you ever again. Well, I won't ride on real squirrel cages ever again anyway because I value my life now in a different way than I did <laughs> as a child. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate squirrel cages so much. I hate them. Yeah, they're everything that you dislike. So it's surprising that you rode them as much as you did. Well, you were very persuasive. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So should now we get into spot. I know. Well, we had to. We had to battle <laughs> it out. <laughs> should we get into it for today? Our real topic? Let's do it. All right. So since it is not New Year's, but close to New Year's. We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions today. Right, as everyone has probably fallen off of all of theirs, even the the people that made it a while. Yes, I, I probably like 97.2% of people are no longer sticking to their New This is why I don't ever set New Year's resolutions. I do not make New Year's resolutions either. But I do have, like, not New Year's resolutions, like, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that, but more of, like, okay, this year I'm going to try and be more aware of this. Like, last year, 
it was that I wanted to be more aware of like my, um, I had to do something for my, my spiritual and physical health every day, even if it was just like something tiny. And that was pretty much it. And then I, that's how I ended up like going to church and all of that stuff. But, and so, so I know you still go to church, but how long did that non-resolution last? The whole year. The whole year? So you mm-hmm. did something for yourself physically every day too? For your physical health? I mean, unless I was like sick or something. But yeah, I set a timer on my phone to remind me. Nice. You so. don't just ignore those timers? No. Oh, that's good. I do. <laughs> that's why That's why they never work for me. But it's not uh, like I was doing anything major. Yeah. It was just I... like a stretch or something. Something to be like in my body or whatever, you know, just taking a sec. So it's funny that you say that because I literally have a daily reminder for 6 p.m. every day telling me to stretch. And do you know how many times I've done it? (laughs) How many? (laughs) Well, I did it the first day and then I set the reminder for myself. And this was probably a month and a half ago. So I've done it zero times since setting the reminder. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I feel like in my defense, though, immediately after I set that reminder, I went on a work trip and I wasn't about to stretch on the floor of a hotel room. That's fair. That, that sounded gross. That does sound gross. Yeah. So we're not we're not big New Year's resolution makers. Um, so it's weird that we're doing a podcast topic on New Year's resolutions, <laughs> <laughs> which I know you kind of mentioned. Um, and admittedly, it was my idea to do this topic. <laughs> but I think that, you know, I know that I've tried doing them in the past. Um, I know you've tried doing them in the past. I just feel like the the whole concept of setting a resolution puts a lot of pressure on yourself. And if you don't do it, then you're a failure. And that just failure. doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't feel good. May I tell you my very favorite New Year's resolution that anybody has ever made in the history of the world? Yes. It was when your New Year's resolution was to use chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> Wasn't it like to use chopsticks like every day or something? Uh, yeah, like every, I thought it was every time you ate. And this was when we were probably 20, no, close to 30, but in our 20s. Yeah, that sounds right. Because I, <laughs> I I had bought some really cool chopsticks. I also thought that it would be a great way to not shove my face full of food and eat before I realized like eat so much um that I didn't realize I was full until uh-huh. it was too late so <laughs> <laughs> it was my backwards way of of trying to set a new or make a new year's resolution to um eat better or you know lose weight or something like that probably was hilarious that's like just gonna live forever as my very favorite new year's resolution that anyone's ever made that was a pretty awesome one. I think I stuck to it for quite a while, too. That doesn't surprise me. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, when they're fun, like, I think that that's the thing about New Year's resolutions is that people always set these resolutions that aren't fun, but 
obviously are going to improve their lives in some way and it's a good thing to do, but they're just, they're almost painful in some way or another, you know? And so I think my purpose with that one was to try to set one that would entertain me or amuse me every time I I tried to do it. Well, it has amused me for probably 15 years now. I'm so glad to hear that. Maybe I should bust that resolution out again. I think about it every January. <sighs> that makes me happy. Oh, speaking of January, before I forget, uh, this is the month of the birth of Travis. So oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> Travis. Yes. Happy birthday to Travis. Yeah. I, um, you know how I am with birthdays and I'm really, really good with birthdays. Um, <laughs> I remember them all the time. So, so good with birthdays. I've known Travis since we were 17. I know his birthday's in January. I believe it's in the 20s. <laughs> but I have absolutely no idea what day. And he knows this because it's every year. I'm like, um. So do you do you just like send him a text every day saying happy birth month, happy birth month, happy birth month? That way you get it one way or another. Well, I've already texted him happy birth month. Okay. Um, but usually I have it in my mind that it's the 26th and it's not. <laughs> that I'm clear on it is very much not and I thought I put it in my calendar but I didn't so I still don't know and he (laughs) is very petulant and refuses to tell me I feel like there are ways that you could find out I'm sure but instead I just have done this for the last 30 years (laughs) well it's more fun well either way happy birth month Travis Travis birth month Travis (laughs) That was hard. Happy birth month, Travis. Travis. So what are what are some New Year's resolutions that you've done in the past? Hmm. I know you mentioned you said you did some. I know. I feel like I have done some. I think they've always been like exercise and weight loss related. But I, because I know that there's such a high um, percentage of failure, I feel like it's difficult for me to come out strong and be like, this is my New Year's resolution because I refuse to admit defeat. Mm-hmm. Naturally. So, um, my process is more not um, declaring anything. So I'm just like having something in your mind that, you know, I'm going to be better about this this year. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm trying to think, but... Didn't you say you had a list of some that are popular? I feel like that might spark some thinks. Some thinks. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a list of your best goes. No, I mean, like I said, I never really set New Year's resolutions. I don't know why I keep saying set, make. I never make New Year's resolutions except for, of course, the chopsticks. Best resolution ever. Um, la- actually, last year I did make a New Year's resolution. That I was going to journal um, and be more mindful. So, like, journaling in order to facilitate mindfulness kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah, that was cool. That was nice. I did it for about a week and a half. Um, So, I think I was done by this time last year. That reminds me of, is it a Friends episode where it's like, 
Dear diary, I'm going to write in you every day. And that then sounds really like, familiar. Is that a Friends episode? I, I think it was the New Year's resolution episode where they were talking about how they never stick to their New Year's resolutions. And then they all started. I'm like, Ross trying something new. That is my ab- one of my absolute very favorite episodes. And then I think it was either Rachel or Monica that was going to journal every day. And then Ross or someone picked up and they're like, dear diary, I'm so excited. I'm going to write in you every day. And then just like flips through all the blank pages. Okay. Monica's was to take more pictures. Mm-hmm. Rachel's was to not, not gossip. gossip. Yep. Um, I think it was in reference to an older resolution. Okay. Like when they were talking about how no one was going to stick to their resolutions. And Chandler's was to not make fun of his friends. Right. And Ross, Ross obviously was to try something new every day. And that was the infamous leather pants episode. Joey was um, to learn to play guitar. That's right. And then Phoebe was to was... fly a plane, wasn't it? I think so. Yes. Because she was just going to go. doesn't like flying in the rain because it right. was raining. <laughs> anyway, well, that was a fun little reminisce. Um <laughs> New Year's resolutions from people that make New Year's resolutions, even if they're fictional. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think I've tried doing the exercise routine before, and obviously I failed at that. I will say that I feel that that having exercise as a New Year's resolution, I, I wonder if it that's like a whole marketing play I, I don't really think that because I think people genuinely want to exercise more and like they they set it for themselves but it's a brilliant marketing scheme for these for for um like fitness companies uh like Suzanne Summers you know I'm sure she got even more rich from the thigh master every January when people like set their new year's resolutions and wanted to work out. And then back in like 1992, when the thigh master was a big thing, would go and buy one every January. See, and I loved going to the gym and I used to go and like work with the trainer and stuff like that. So I went all the time for years and I hated new year's because for the week or two after New Year's, like all of my machines were taken. There are people everywhere. It was very annoying to me. Yeah, but it died off pretty quick, right? It did. But you know yeah. how much I love to be inconvenienced. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, I personally, I hate going to the gym. I I don't like working out in front of other people. I and just. I'm not a fan of gyms, um, but I always had mad respect for you that you would like go consistently. I love the gym. I have a machine now that I um, need to work out on, but it's so hard. I already wake up at 445 in the morning. That's madness. I know. Um, well, it's... Yes, I need to get up. I need to get my coffee. I need to have some time, some quiet time by myself before it gets crazy. So I already do that. And then I come home from work and I get home a little after five. And I'm definitely too tired to do anything in the evenings. So my thinks were that I would just wake up a little earlier 
and I fear 445 is my limit. You were going to wake up pre-445? Pre-445. Oh, my God, dude. I know. That's... That time doesn't exist then. I, I don't think that humans were meant to get up before 445. I don't think I have, humans were meant to get up before, like, 6. I have two friends that wake up every day at 3 a.m. Why? Why? <laughs> I guess to get work done or something. I don't know. But the day, the first day that I was going to wake up at 4.15 was the day that we were supposed to have the tornado. So everybody went to, um, everybody went home and they were like, oh, maybe they'll close it. Maybe they'll close it. So everybody was watching the news and hoping that we would get the day off. So I woke up at 4.15 and I was like, if I get up at 4.15 and I go downstairs and I work out. They're going to cancel school and I'm just going to be a jabroni who woke up at 4.15 and now is stuck all day. And that's nonsensical. So I went back to bed. I love the fact that you use the word jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's my favorite thing about that little story. Um, I've been doing this little seven minute workout app. Um, so I think the purpose, I think the goal is to do more than one a day. Also, they've got like longer, um, longer exercises on there too. They're not all just seven minutes, but I've been trying to do like at least one seven minute workout a day just so I get moving and stuff. Um, but you could, you know, get up at 408 and, or not 408, 438 and do a seven minute workout. Um, when did you start doing your seven minute workouts every day? Um, I think I started like the last week of December and, and let, let's be clear. I, I don't do them every day. Got it. I do them some days. <laughs> I, did, I did one this morning. It was the first thing I did this morning. Um, I think what I do is I get up, I work from home. And so it's too easy for me to get up. I, have like this morning routine that I do with if I say my cats I'm gonna sound like a crazy cat lady but I have a morning routine that I do with my cats <laughs> they, they're they're very much creatures of habit and they they rely on it it's important to them and so I do this thing I get up I open up all of the windows or the blinds in the house um I get a glass of water and have you know water and then usually I'll grab a bowl of cereal or something and so my thing is like I'll just go sit down at my desk in my office and just take a look at you know what I have to do that day or go through emails or whatever but it always leads me to starting to work rather than you know taking more time in the morning to like exercise or something like that um so anyway, then I get like super focused on work and I don't leave my desk for the next 10 hours. <laughs> and then by the time I'm done, I have this whole nighttime routine I have to do with my cat. <laughs> uh, mostly it's just like, you know, feeding them, but there is a, yeah, it's, it's 
that and like, you know, figuring out dinner for us and doing any other things that need to be done. And by the time like all is said and done, it's like, you know, 830 or nine o'clock at night. And I'm not going to work out that late at night because I'm not going to sleep. So, yeah. And see, when I work out, I like to like really get into it. Like I like to take my pre-workout. I like to, you know, warm up. I like to hit it pretty hard. And then I like to stretch after. So I, I need to adjust my, um, my thinking when it comes to that and just get up and do it. But I wake up, so I get up at 4.45. I take a shower very first thing. And then after that, I like go downstairs. I let the dog out. I feed the fish. I make my coffee. I come upstairs. I have my quiet time. And then I get ready and wake up the kids. And then we end up flying out the door around seven. And I still feel like I don't have enough time. Yeah, that sounds like not a fun morning. <laughs> I remember those days, though. I mean, you know, I'm past that. So I don't have to, you know, wrangle kids and get them to school and make sure that other people are fed and clothed and all of that nonsense anymore. It's nice having kids like younger <laughs> and having them be adults at this stage in my life right yeah well I, I referred to kids and adults plural there but just just to clarify because I know you might have been wondering I do only have the one just child. the one just the one um yeah you know I was thinking about it just now and I don't know I just I almost feel like New Year's resolutions should be more focused on for people that I'll say for people that have a hard time making them and sticking to them. I almost feel like New Year's resolutions should be focused on um, like bucket list items or maybe working on building a habit because I think part of the reason well, I know like part of the reason that I'm terrible at New Year's resolutions is that it's hard to build a habit. Like you have to, you know, actually go through certain steps and make certain efforts to to make something stick. And I usually forget or get bored before that happens. So I don't know. I think I need to have, if I'm going to set New Year's resolutions, it needs to be something that's going to like stick because I'm interested in it or it's fun or amuses me or that's probably it I think that's what my my I my conclusion is that I I need to only do fun new year's resolutions I like that I like that what is on your um did you say you had a list of popular new year's resolutions that people have yeah okay so I had mentioned that I did journaling last year for about you know a week um <laughs> that one is a pretty popular one um, in that vein, like gratitude and mindfulness. So a lot of people will journal for um, gratitude. They'll do like a gratitude journal or a mindfulness journal. Um, the one that I did last year was kind of a combination of both of those. Um, exercising. We already did that. Quitting something is tough too. I know like people will do like, uh, what is it? Dry January or something? Mm -hmm. 
Um, or like Chandler, he quit making fun of his friends. friends. (laughs) I actually, when you were reading those, it reminded me there was one year that I set a New Year's resolution and I stuck to it the entire year. And that was when Savannah was four and I crafted, like I took this big giant mason jar and like painted it and designed it and made it like super cute. And I made, it was a gratitude jar. So every time we did something that was fun, if we went and saw a movie, we wrote it down on a little piece of paper and put it in the jar. Or like we went to Sun River. I think that year we went to Disneyland Um, or like going out to eat together or whatever it may be. Like if something fun, funny, cute, sweet happened, or like we had an adventure, we wrote it down on a little piece of paper and we stuck it in the jar. And then the next New Year's Eve, we went through and read them all. That is awesome. I remember the year that you did that. That is so cool. Have you thought about doing that now that you've got Austin? I have thought about it and I should do it because that's totally the kind of thing that he would love. Um, I'm just a, so much lazier with number two. Yeah, I mean, you got your work doubled, so. And now I have like a job outside of the house. Now I have, technically, I work three jobs outside of the house. Um, <clears throat> and yes, two kids and less disposable income. Yeah. Yeah. But I need to do one of those jars because he would really, that would be his personality for sure. Let's see. Okay. So other things on the list, like start new hobby, um, which I started one last year, but I'm going to expand on that hobby. And as I was telling you, I'm going to start posting um, some of the paintings that I do on line. And that's scary to me because I haven't been on social media in a decade. Um, So it's kind of scary to me to put that out there. Um, But I think I want to do it. So, you know. Yeah, I spent some time this morning doing a little photo shoot of some of the the paintings that I've done that I'm going to post um but I'm not a photographer so (laughs) the the pictures of the paintings don't they're not great but they are what they are and I'm not taking up photography as a hobby so so that's kind of something I guess it's not a new year's resolution it's just something that I'm doing for myself yeah I think that is great I think that what I'm hearing as we're talking is that we both say we don't make New Year's resolutions, but like we totally do. We just don't call them that. And yeah, we because don't, like, it's pressure. <laughs> yeah. We just do whatever we feel like doing whenever we feel like doing it. Right? Like here's you know? something I feel like doing and I should try and do every day, but it's not a resolution. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what I, my, my MO regarding New Year's resolutions and stuff I more look at New Year's as like a fresh start. Totally. You know, an opportunity to do better, be better, you know, whatever, improve on whatever it is and and, and to put all of the um, stuff that's weighing me down from the last year kind of behind me. Yep. You know, and so that usually looks like doing something 
you know, that's going to improve your life in some way or another? Mine this year is, um, and it's not a New Year's resolution because I don't do those, but (laughs) (laughs) I like to use the New Year more as like a, a marker of time so that next year I can remember and see if I actually did it. Um, without it being like, I'm going to quit smoking, which I quit smoking a long time ago, or like, I'm going to not drink for January, whatever it may be. So this year it's more like, you know how Rebel Wilson had this whole year of like herself and she ended up. So that's more what I'm thinking of for, you know, 2024 as a whole, like what are the things that I need to let go that don't serve me anymore? Like, what are the things that I can do? Like focusing on my, my health, my physical health, my mental health. Um, you know, if I feel like I'm putting a lot more energy into something or someone or a situation, whatever it may be, then I'm getting back thinking like, okay, well, what is this doing for mm-hmm. you? Good. That's, such a healthy I think um non-resolution approach to the new year (laughs) because I think so many times people forget to kind of take inventory of the things that consume their energy you know Mm -hmm. and the status quo is easy you know we often is people um stick with the status quo because it's what we know it's part of our routine or you know it's 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 easier than doing any sort of evaluation or reflection or making hard decisions it's just it's it's the easy path and so kind of taking that approach that you just described and like you know taking inventory and evaluating it and taking stock and like, you know, making changes based on that. That's, that's the hard one, dude. I'm surprised you're doing that because that's hard work. It is. But what I like about it is that it's like everyday work. So I have to be thinking about it. Like, and there are so many little things that I have to stop and think about. Like if it's, am I looking for something or trying to do something because of, you know, what I think it means or because I've decided that this is what I have to have. So I'm going to be like, so focused on that more just being like, okay, how do you feel right now? Like what, how is this serving you? How is this making you think about Mm -hmm. like your life and yourself and just, yeah, trying to get myself to the healthiest place that I can be. And then everything else will fall into place. I love that. So that's I want to give me updates on this throughout the year, please. I want to know shall. how it's working for you. I shall. And um, yeah, I definitely will. Good. Cool. Um, some other common New Year's resolutions are things like Travel, um, like a resolution travel or taking yeah. trips, which ugh, I that would be, my, be my resolution. Right. I mean, I think that that's a resolution <laughs> for for people that don't have to worry about other stuff as much or people that have, you know, 
loads of money where they can just decide they're just going to travel all year. I know. I wish. I love to travel. I miss it. I haven't really gone anywhere since we moved here. And that, Yeah. like, when I had the money to, I was everywhere always. I love to travel. Yeah. Ugh, me too. I'm hoping to take a trip this year. Woody and I are going to be going hopefully to Europe in Oh, yeah. September. Um, but do you know what's really – it was great for the first – it was fun for the first, like, I don't know, week or two. Um, but ever since Woody went on his very first roller coaster at Scarywood back in October, he has been obsessed with roller coaster videos. <laughs> he took a break, but I swear the last two weeks, it's like I walk into a room and if he's in there, the TV's on and he's watching roller coaster videos. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's all I watch, like Facebook reels and stuff like that. Like they're so well tuned to me now that they're almost all roller coaster videos. <laughs> like POV, I love it. I'm like, oh, I want to go on that one. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that man, if it works out sometime this year, I really would love to get down there and have us go to some awesome amusement park nearby. There are two super close, so we could hit two of them. And they're like Six Flags over Georgia and Carowinds. I've heard about Carowinds. Aren't there like some of the like fastest or tallest or best roller coasters in the world at Carowinds? No idea. Okay. Well, I think we need to check them out. <laughs> they're big. Like I've driven by it when I've been driving up to North Carolina and they're big and it looks dope and I want to do it and we need to do it together. Like that is something... We need to get tatted and ride some roller coasters. Yeah, dude. This is the year. I feel like this is the year. Should that be our New Year's resolution? <laughs> <laughs> no, because then we'll forget about it in a week. we totally will. So it won't But be our New Year's resolution because it's something we actually want to do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see. Oh, that a lot of people set, you know, kind of financial resolutions to save more or be better about spending or spend less or whatever. Um, contribute to 401ks. Those are almost, no, they're not easier. I was going to say that those can be easier kinds of resolutions because if it's like contributing to a 401k, you make a, you make a, um, an adjustment like one time and then it's done. It's not something you have to like think about and do. But Right. if you're, if you don't have a 401k and you're trying to just save on your own, then you have to remember it every time you get paid Mm -hmm. or every time, you know, you go to the store and you have change left. So you have to remember to put it in your change jar or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Um, but those are tough. Uh, And then eating healthier, drinking more water. Those were kind of like the big ones that I saw. Um, and I think they're all fantastic. They're just all work and hard. I didn't make a New Year's resolution to drink more water. 
but I did upgrade my water bottle from a, I think I had a 32 ounce water bottle to a 64 ounce water bottle. And I have been making an effort to finish that at work every day. And I have been. That's awesome. That's a lot of water. That's like eight glasses, right? It is a half gallon. Eight, eight ounce glasses. Dang, dude. Okay. So I I just had like a couple other little notes about more like kind of um, ways to live that I want to try doing this year or because they're not resolutions. They're just things to keep in mind. And right? I try doing this every year. Um, and sometimes I think I, I make progress in them. Sometimes I don't. Um, but one of them is to do something kind every day for yourself or for others. Nice. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. I think people, we forget to be kind to ourselves. Um, and so, you know, we like just spend all of our time working for other people or taking care of other people or, you know, helping or whatever other people and not focusing on ourselves. And, um, so, I mean, just even taking the time to give yourself a pedicure. Like I, I think I did that once last year. I gave myself one pedicure last year. Um, and I need to be better about being kind to myself, but also being kind to others. So that's something that I want to do this year. Nice. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, this is a big one for me. Um, practicing active listening and being more present in the moment. So those are like, those are the things that I want to work on this year. I'm not going to call them resolutions, but... <laughs> I Focuses. want to, yeah, those are my focus areas for this year. Yep. Cause I messaged a friend, um, last night or the night before where I was like, I, we're going to be recording about resolutions, but I don't really make them. Do you? And if so, like, what are your thoughts? And he responded the same, like, I don't make resolutions, but I have focus. So I was like, yeah, yeah. same. Yeah, Totally. Well, since we don't actually make resolutions and this episode is about resolutions and we've <laughs> talked a lot about it, maybe we maybe we can um wrap it up. Maybe. Maybe we can. Well, I feel like we've fallen out of this the last few podcasts that we've done. Um I think you tried to do it last episode maybe. Um but what we've learned, um, so I learned that I just need to do stuff that's going to be interesting to me <laughs> right? <laughs> or fun. If I'm going to actually follow through on it, it's got to be interesting or fun. <laughs> I learned um, that it sounds like we do make resolutions, even though we say we don't make resolutions, but I'm fine with that. I like our non-resolution resolutions yes I do too I also have mad respect for people that make resolutions and work hard toward them I think that that's just like really really impressive and 
commendable and just shows that you're dedicated and you have the willpower and the drive to be better. Presumably Mm -hmm. the resolution is to do something to improve your life in some way. So mad respect for, for anyone that, that does them. Um, I wish I could be like you. Right. And even just (laughs) like you said, I hadn't really thought about it like that before, but yeah, just taking the time to think about something that you want to change, I feel like is a huge step in growth either way. Because you're being mindful of the things in your life that you have power over that you can change. So just because New Year's resolutions statistically don't work out, I think it is a, a good thing to try and do. I agree. And I I um I think that, you know, it's not just a matter of thinking about it and making the decision that you're gonna do this. Depending on what it is, you know, you might need to do some research into it or learn about it or um, prepare for it, you know, Um, like if meal prepping is your New Year's resolution, like reading, like finding some really great recipes that you can do easy meal prep with, getting the right um, containers for meal prep and stuff like that, you know, Uh, just, just setting yourself up for success with with your resolutions or areas of focus right absolutely yeah well all righty then i think that we've talked plenty about something that we don't do or <laughs> maybe do do uh you said do 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 <laughs> all right well until the next one i suppose indeed well i love your face I love your face too.